Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, so we left our adventurers outside of the Water Baron Hall, the mansion that Nestra Ruthiel stays at. Uh, we know that it's surrounded by guards. Um, there's two that have torches that stand outside the main gates. Uh, the perimeter seems to have three guards who are patrolling the bounce of their torches dancing on the walls. And one guard is inside the perimeter on top of the first floor balcony standing near a bell. He can view the entire entranceway. Uh, a fire pit near him illuminates the floor while a lantern in the courtyard provides vision for intruders. And that's where I left you. Okay. And that's where you start. <laughs> and from your view, you only see the one door that seems to go into the mansion, and that's in the courtyard right underneath the first floor balcony. There doesn't seem to be actually a door on the balcony. It just seems to be overhanging the courtyard. Uh, and that's about it. Just a reminder. Just, well, not reminder. Remind me. Um, what, like, who sent us this way? Uh, you got told by Osborne Goodbarrel, the mm -hmm. owner of the Halfling home, that Calligan wants you to meet him and Nestra in the mansion. However, the mansion. you're currently wanted for the murder of Herman Halbert mm -hmm. and the guards are looking for you and not knowing which guards you can trust you're kind of left on your own to find your way inside the mansion and Herman Halbert Herman Halbert was the man that sent us to man is a very of... strong term <laughs> Herman Halbert was the individual there you go who sent us to take care of the bandits in the first place yes he's in, well it isn't originally his Job, but his job as envoy is to make sure people find the task that they are supposed to be working. So there was already a mission for it called Bandits on Trade Routes that was offering 200 gold pieces uh, for the removal of the bandits. Hmm. And he came and just kind of expedited that by finding people looking for work. Okay. Since the festival is tomorrow night. Yeah, you have 24 hours, basically. Oh, okay. shit. Because we're not even in the, the actual shield meet yet. No. This is all the prelude. Yeah. Okay. But just a quick reminder, torches provide 20 feet of normal vision with 40 feet dim vision. Uh, the patrol guards are about 240 feet apart. Um, and that's about all you see. You know that the guard inside the perimeter will see anyone approaching the main entrance as well as inside the courtyard based off the vision he has currently. Okay. Do you have any spells that could... No, I'm going to... Do you have any spells? <laughs> of course I have spells, but it depends on if you want to incinerate everyone or make them our friends. What would you like to do? How should we go about this? Oh, and he does have that bell up there with him. That perimeter one. Or the one inside the perimeter. Okay. On the balcony. He's got a bell. Let's make friends if we can. And you're wanted by the guards. Okay. That's why we want them to make... We want to make them our friends. We should take care of the bell, too. That way, if anything goes belly up, all right, <laughs> we can fall back, hide. Good call. Make it so only one person at a time knows where we are. <laughs> I saw what you wrote. <laughs> Didn't write anything. Oh, I thought that was you. <laughs> I know it was Russ. I didn't write anything. What are you talking about? Russ. Damn. Yeah, Eat a dick. yeah Brandon. Eat a dick. 
<laughs> you're casually waiting for you to figure out what to do. Hey, Eat man. a dick. Eat a dick. Fuck. That's what we want to do. <laughs> Apparently. Um, all right. There's one way to get in, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Don't so give out your dick sucked by a gnome and a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> you're about to, baby. They don't even have to get on their knees. <laughs> my friend the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, all I have is a warhammer and a flail. I keep saying I have an axe, but I don't have an axe. All I have is a warhammer and a flail. Okay. Do you have a shield? Are you dual wielding? Because that'd be pretty sick. Huh? Let me look. Sorry. Oh, I see what happened. Okay. We good? Good. Alright. It was making a weird noise. It was because the thing was looping. Anyway. So. Uh. What'd you say? Sorry. Um. We need to find a way in. Yes. Uh. We can't get in there by force. No. no that won't work. No, we'll be caught and you, taken you, back to our cell. Do you have all any, be for naught. Do you have any stealth spells or. No. Spells? But. If we can sneak we might be able to lure the guards away uh, I'm not very good at sneaking well maybe you hang back and I'll give you the signal when everyone's gone what's the signal it'll be me flailing about ah oh. I can get with that I'm small I have to make myself seen alright well have at it I'll be here what does the way forward look like it looks like a lot of guards Okay. And a big old mansion. And a big old door. Is there anywhere to hide? Perception check. Nine. No. There's nowhere to hide. It seems that the the street in front of it is quite wide, actually, because it's designed to keep people from actually breaking onto it very often. Uh, and you don't see any spot that you could easily hide up to and find your way through a gate. That's locked and blocked mm. by two guards. How far away are the guards from me? Uh, from you currently, you're probably about 120 feet away from them. Okay. Hidden in the dark alley of a, in between two buildings. And how far can I get before the torchlight will give me away? Uh, so it can see dimly out to 40 feet. Okay. And so, it's dark. So I can just use the darkness as cover to move up the street? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there are guards that also patrol. There's three of them. They walk 240 feet apart from each other. All right. Um, that's enough space. How about I wait for one guard to pass, and then I will sneak behind the guard at about 50 feet away so he won't hear me, and I'll just kind of start walking the patrol route that the guard is walking. All right. And uh, looking for places to hide along the way that will get me closer to the um, closer to the manor. All right, go and give me a stealth roll to start off with. Bummer. Two. All right, so you're uh, falling behind him uh, out of his vision from the, the light and everything when, because of this, you uh, trip over something you didn't notice. A little... Fledging in the cobblestone. Are you still disguised? No. Oh. Uh, 
You hit the ground and let out a little squeak. Uh, hello? Who's there? In the ground, in the darkness, I quickly cast Disguise Self on me to go back to that halfling. And, uh, I rummage in my bag and pull out an empty bottle of alcohol that I have from previous consumption. And I pretend to be drunk. The garden walks up, finally seeing you, uh, draws his sword. Hey, we're under martial law. You're not supposed to be out here. I'm sorry. I had to use the facilities. See, I'm going back to the halfling home. Deepest apologies. And I, I just start rolling to my feet and waddling back to the halfling home, kind of pretending to be drunk on the way. He watches you leave before going back to his patrol walk. Okay, I kind of look back every couple seconds, and then when I see him turn away, I scamper quickly back over to Korgood. I'm like, okay, that did not work. That did not work. <laughs> we need a new plan. Okay. Um... So why are they guarding this manor? Because Nestra lives there. Nestro. Nestro. Yeah, she's the water baron. Right. So they they you know guard it naturally because they don't want people just to break into the water baron's home. You said there's four guards. There are two guards up front, both standing at the main gate. There's one in the perimeter and three patrolling. Okay. Um, can you cast disguise on me at all, or is it only you? Unfortunately, no. It's a disguise self. That's true. Spell. Okay. Um, so what I'll do is I will cause a distraction. Like legit just run in front of them. And you go in. Okay? Okay. Okay. So I'm going to try and do an athletics after you check. After you distract them, I imagine you'll run? Yes. Where are you running? I'm just going to run across the courtyard. Alright. It's in front of the man. Where will we meet up again? You're going to go in the house, and I'm going to find another way in. Okay. Yeah. And should the worst happen? Uh, I guess I'll meet you back in the cell. Find me in the cell. (laughs) Alright. So I'm going to run in front of the guards and do an athletics check to try and be faster than them. Don't you move slower than normal people? No. Are you sure? As a dwarf, I'm pretty sure your movement's 25 feet. Let's see. <clears throat> Let me look. That's what yes, it is. Being athletic. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay. Shit. <laughs> you know, those long-legged humans. Yeah. Really get them strides on them. And if this is oh. what you want to do, you can go no, no, for no, no. it. No, no, no. I have a better plan. Better plan. Well, do I see any? What time is it right now? It's nighttime. Yeah, it's probably like tenish. Mm, okay, I'm gonna go to the inn. I'm gonna tell Ms. Professor Cam- Cranberry, stay here. I'll be right back. You're gonna try to stealth your way all the way back to the inn without? Oh, is it all, all the way back to the yeah, inn? Okay, we're not, not like near. Bree, Bree helped you guys get here. You're you're oh, way further. She helped you like make your way through the alleys. Are there all any, that stuff? Any residential people around me at all? No, everyone's it's martial law. Yeah. 
What? Oh. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> uh, no, they're under martial law, so no one's supposed to be on the streets. Okay. Um, shit. And if they do spot any issues, they and, have a bell that alerts right. basically everybody. Okay. But these ones are more interested in protecting this mansion than they are actually looking for... Is the, there is there not a way to get around the mansion? Is there, like, not a separate area, like a garden area? There's just that courtyard. Just the courtyard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't the, go around? The, you haven't been around the perimeter and everything because they're being walked. But the entire thing is surrounded by a large uh, street that's about 10 feet wide, so that way there's more room from the rest of the things. Uh, but you haven't even gone around all of the entire perimeter, so you're not sure what's all the way around it. Okay. You just know that there's the main entrance in the courtyard. All right. I tell Professor Cranberry... Scratch that plan. Let's look around and see if there's another way in. Okay. Okay. So, me and him both go around looking for guards, making sure we're not getting spotted. Real quick. What? All that heavy armor. Yeah. It's not very quiet. No, I don't know where to put it, so... Well, we're at the halfling home. You're not at the halfling home. We're not at the halfling home. You're in an alley. We're in an alley. Is there, like, a barrel or anything I could put my armor in? I mean, yeah, you can probably find a stray barrel. All right. I'll take my armor and throw it in a stray barrel. You find a stray barrel that smells of pickled pig's feet? Yum. All right, I'll throw it in there. All right. We have to survive. Toss it in there, and a little bit splashes up. Oh, into my mouth? (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Okay, so... uh, I took my armor off, put it in the barrel, um... Does that help with my movement speed and my backup? Or you're no? still at 25, 25, but you won't have the disadvantage on stealth now. Okay. 25 is because you're a dwarf. Right. Yeah. yeah you got short, stubby legs. Stealth. What can you do? Um, what's you're your, sprinters. What's, what's your movement speed? The same. Uh, <laughs> I'm shorter than you. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Yeah, so now we'll, we'll look around the perimeter. Do we need to make any stealth checks? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Just need a stealth check from both of you. Okay. Heaven. I got an eight. All right. Uh, you're staying off on the side enough that you're not being spotted because they are doing their perimeter walk and everything, okay. uh, and you're following the alleyways. Uh, one of them thought they heard something, kind of looked over and held his torch up, but you're small enough that their vision didn't actually look at you, even though you swear they look directly towards you, but they seem to be looking for normal-heighted people, not shorter-heighted people. This is crazy. Uh, go and make a perception check from each of you. Okay. Ooh. I got uh, 17. Okay. I got 16. All right. So with your complete walk around, you make it back to the little alley where you hid your armor and everything. Uh, so far, what you've noticed is that there's an old part of the fence that seems to be broken. Uh, a small person might be able to crawl under it or with the help of someone might be able to hold it up so someone else can crawl under and you see a broken shed that looks like it can be climbed uh, that leads into the garden underneath the balcony. If I saw the broken fence, I probably would have gone for it. You wouldn't have been gone for it at the time because uh, there's a guard walking around it when you were going. Oh, okay. All right. This is the one that kind of almost spotted you. He stopped there yeah, and looked. Okay. Got it. We'll wait till the guard's not posted in, uh, posted in that area anymore, and then we'll go. Okay. We'll go through that fence hole. You'll go in. I'll lift it up so you can go. You're okay. small, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. He's tiny. Are you small, though, or are you medium? I'm, I'm not medium. tiny. I'm small. Okay. He can fit in. Yeah, I can't. You can't unless someone helps hold it up first. Uh, you'll you'll have to go to the shed. Huh? You'll have to go to the shed. Or someone can hold up the fence. You can levitate. Do you have that spell? I, I cannot. 
You have a, you have a levitation spell. I do not. Aren't you a wizard? There are limits to my magic. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought I was talking to a wizard, but. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a wizard, Harry. <laughs> Press I, the digitate a middle finger. <laughs> I am a wizard. Minor illusion I middle finger. I levitate things yet. Oh, all right. But I am on a quest to discover new magics and things that are beyond your comprehension. You make a swish and flick motion towards them. Leviosa. Leviosa. Okay, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, guys? I was having fun. JK, <laughs> JK Rowling. Is oh, gonna Nat 20. Look at that. Hey. Angry Nat 20. You know what's going to happen. JK Rowling is going to sue us. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> anyway. So, um, so, uh, yeah, I, I won't be able to fit through the hole, so I'm going to lift the... I don't have to lift it for him. No, he can crawl right under. Yeah, right but in. if someone else wants a, a medium, has to someone else has to lift it for them, so then crawl okay. under. You'll just have to go to the shed. All right. Wait. The shed's behind the fence. Is the, it? There is a broken shed uh, on well? the side, on the other side, that seems uh, to lead into the garden underneath the balcony. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's I'll go. meet you in the garden. Meet you in the garden. All right, so he goes through the fence hole. Okay, so yeah. go and give me a stealth check real quick. 13. All right, so you're able to kind of just uh, quickly crawl underneath the little broken part of the fence they didn't think... <laughs> Uh, anyone else would go through. It seems to have been dug out by some type of dog, it looks like, by the little claw marks you see. So maybe there's a dog inside the mansion or something that uh, kind of oh. crawled its way out, or maybe crawled its way in. You're not sure. Hmm. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> however, you just in some brushery uh, that's next to the main gate. You still have the entire courtyard to make your way through, which is about 60 feet. And there is the lantern that's hanging down there that provides uh, illumination of the entire area. Uh, you make your way around towards the shed. Can I put the lantern out with a gust of wind? Press it. Press it it's attention. closed. Little closed one. Mm-hmm. Is it locked? It's not locked. It's just Can I closed. use presentation to open it? Can you open things with presentation? locked. Oh, then yes, you can. Okay. I open it and then I quickly just gust of wind blow out the blow All out right. the light. It goes out. And you hear the top perimeter guard up. Hey, why'd the lantern go out? Hanging, uh, do you I can... see the garden? Uh, yeah, you can see the garden. The garden's okay. right underneath the balcony, and you can see him actually climbing currently. The little shed. Do I need uh, acrobatics? Uh, no, I just need a stealth check real quick. All right, while he's climbing it, and I see that. 20. Perfect. Uh, you see him, like, stealthily crawl and, like, slither, slither off of it over the fence right into the garden. Like, he just vanishes into the vegetation underneath the balcony. Uh, you also see the guy who was on the top perimeter kind of go towards the ladder, which is besides the garden, and start climbing down that to go check on the uh, lantern. He's brought his little torch with him and everything. Okay. Uh, you see, like, the light from the torch as you keep yourself very small inside the garden. You've got, like, a turnip pushing against your cheek currently uh, as he kind of walks over towards the lantern to check on it. Okay, um, where's the bell in relation to everything? The bell's on top on the balcony where he was at. There's so a, he's leaving the bell to check the lantern. Yeah, because there's a little right. fire place up there that keeps that illuminated for him uh, next to the bell. Okay. Um, he kind of, he reaches the lantern, opens it, 
sees that it's it's out while or it's still open. Sees while it's he's out. doing that, I'm going to try and tiptoe my way to the bell. Tina, so go all the way past him to the garden Schmitty. section. Go, kind of go climb around him, get up to the balcony. Where all right, the all right go and do a stealth check there. Uh, that's a three. Ooh. So, can I can I act? Can I do anything? What do you, What do you want to do? You still have a disguise. I never ended. No, I'm still disguised. I'm still. I still look like the halfling. But I don't think it lasts for an this hour. Time being in but... the courtyard of the mansion, uh, you kind of uh, kick a rock that kind of bounces along the steps, and he kind of stops. What are you doing? Hello, who's there? I'm so bad at this. And he starts walking because you are you are about sixty feet away. So it's got a 40-foot ring. So he starts walking towards where the noise came from. Okay. Okay. While he's walking. While he's walking. You kind of see or heard him ask who's there and assumed it was for you and kind of peeked a little, but noticed that he's going towards the main gate entrance. Like, there's a noise over there, and you know that's where the segment of the broken fence was at. Okay. Um, But you're right underneath the ladder, basically. That leads up to the balcony. All right. I'm going to... Is there a guard on top of the balcony? That's the one that came down to come check on the lantern. Right. Okay, I'm going to make my way up. The ladder real quick? Yeah. All right, go and give me a stealth check as well. 15. All right, yeah, you quickly climb the uh, ladder up to the first floor balcony. He's now about 10 feet away from okay. having dim vision of you. Okay, um, oh, wait, wait, I'm going to do something. Okay. I'm going to coo. All right. Coo, coo. Okay. Okay. You hear a coo. Uh, Does a guard hear a coo? You both hear a coo. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, he stops and turns to look. Huh? He sees a silhouette of you and your shadow bouncing off the wall because of the lantern he has up there. Oh, or not the lantern, his, uh, his fire pit he has up there by the bell. I thought I was already up on the balcony. You're on the balcony. He has a fire pit up there by this okay. bell. So he just sees like your silhouette. He doesn't see you, but he sees like the little light of, like, your shadow on the wall. A bald, bearded dwarf. He's not sure. He just sees, like, a weird, like, shape. What? Who's up there? What? What's going on? Can I cast Charm Person on him? You can real quick. All right. It's a con saving throw? It's a wisdom Wisdom saving throw? It's a wisdom saving throw. I'm going to cast it out of a second level Charisma would make more sense, Brandon. (laughs) No, I'm not. Actually, just first level. First level hurt. Uh, 15. My spell DC is 14. Ooh. Dang. He's not charmed. He turns it back around, though. <laughs> no, no. He, I thought you had a magic guy for that. I've got the wand of the war mage, but that's just for spell attack. attack. So he stops DC. walking towards up top where you're at and turns back around again. Now, once again, 20 feet away. What? What'd you say? And then becomes walking towards you again. <sighs> I want to make start, my way to the. Just start the backing mansion. up. Well, you're still up top. The mansion entrance is underneath, actually, the because oh, okay. you have to go through the courtyard and everything. Right. You've just made it up to where the bell was and where he's at. You've got this guy walking in circles I'm now. Disable the bell. You have a knife on you. I should. Um, you should or you do. I should. I have an adventurer's pack, so that, that would have a knife I don't in think it. There's a knife in there. That would have a knife. Yeah. Do you have, you have a slashing weapon on you though? Um. I have a short sword with a hilted ammo. There you go. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna use that sh- that short sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You cut the rope. The you cut the rope real quick. Yeah. Making it so that the way the bells. I catch the bell. All right. And then set it on the ground. All right. Actually, no. I'm gonna keep the bell. All right. You keep the bell. Yeah. Okay. Put it in. 
Uh, you see he's walked closer. He's about ten feet from having dim vision of you again. Here goes nothing. I'm going to try and cast another spell on him. Uh, I'm going to back up like ten or so feet. It's not really room to back up. You're really at the wall. Oh, okay, okay. Um, the precipice. Pressed up against the wall. I'm having flashbacks to when we fought those bandits and now it's pressed up against the rock. I'm breathing heavily and I I suggest you stop right there. And I cast suggestion on him. What's the uh, saving throw again, I assume? <laughs> Target must make a wisdom saving throw. That's an eight. An oh. eight fails. So, I suggest a course of activity li- limited to a sentence or two. Magically influence a creature that you see within range that can hear and understand you. Creatures can't be charmed and are immune to this effect. Blah, 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 blah. So it just has to listen to my suggestion. And you asked, you said as you should. As long as I'm not telling it stop. to hurt himself, and I told him to stop. All right, he kind of stops there, holding his torch still. I suggest you pretend like nothing is happening. Huh? Must have been nothing. And he starts heading back towards the ladder to climb it. Uh, you see the man now heading back towards you with his torch towards the ladder. Okay. I give two little thumbs up. Uh, he doesn't see them because he's the, the balcony. He has his height difference. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. All right. <clears throat> but you hear, you can see the, the torch coming closer and hear the guy climbing the ladder. Okay. Um, shoot. He's a guard. I can't kill him against my oath you don't have to kill can i knock him out you can always go for the non-lethal the knockout? yeah you got right. knocked out earlier yeah yeah i'll, I'll take the, the knockout the all right route. you're gonna go wait by the ladder as he comes up and try to just yeah. knock him right back off into the garden uh not into the garden that might kill him um, it's only like a 15 foot drop really oh yeah. okay i was like a 30 foot it's line. only hurt a little bit okay so yeah i'm gonna knock him off the ladder uh when he gets to the top all right. Uh, okay. Try, try so, and knock him out. You stand there waiting. What weapon you got out? I have a warhammer. A warhammer? Yeah. Okay. So you have your warhammer ready at the, <laughs> at the staircase <laughs> or at the ladder. He starts climbing the ladder, and you see him. Like you see the torch first as his hand. Who are as you swing <laughs> your your warhammer at him? Go and roll with an advantage on that. Okay. Um, oh my god! So I got a one the first time, and then I got a four. Plus, second one. Uh, what, would, what would the modifier Your be? attack modifier. Okay. Um, plus three. What oh, would it be for the Warhammer? Yeah, be your Warhammer oh, attack. Oh, plus five. Okay, so four, six, nine. Nine. All right. So you, you swing at him, but end up hitting the torch out of his hand instead as it, yeah, as it flies into the courtyard and hits the ground. I wonder if I have any bonus actions I can try and... Uh, can I quickly use prestidigitation to snuff the torch? Yeah. Alright, 
Okay. Yeah, I don't have any like bonus actions or advantages or anything. So let's see how this plays out. All right. Uh, he continues to climb the ladder, okay. even though you knocked the torch out of his hand. Okay. Walks past you and stands at guard, looking over the courtyard like nothing's happened. All right. I'm going to go down the ladder. All right. How long does that spell last? Eight hours. All right. Yeah. It's concentration, though, isn't it? Yes. Okay. So if I cast any other spells or take any damage and fail my constitution saving throw, All right. then... I don't know that, so... No. Nope. For now, the guy's just ignored you for who knows what reason. Yep. I'm just like... But he hasn't taken any damage, so the spell is still active, and he's doing what he was told, can, and can I wave, like nothing happened. Can I wave my hand in front of him? Yeah. Okay. All right, then. And then I <laughs> start climbing down the ladder. <laughs> All right, you climb down the ladder and everything. All right, so... I, I, I stand with my little arms crossed and go... <laughs> Does somebody want to apologize? Sorry about the torch. I didn't mean for it to fall on you. If no, not the torch, you fool. Okay, is the torch still on? Like, on, on in the garden? Uh, no, that went out. Okay, cool. Um, so, Ahem. Right, let's make our way. He's magically charmed. Come on, I'm a wizard. Yes, you're very nice, very nice. Okay, let's make our way through this uh, manner. All right, so you make it to the door, <laughs> uh, which seems to be unlocked because they don't plan on anyone getting this far past so uh inside the mansion you see a large meeting hall with benches all around leading up to a red carpet with a dark oak table three chairs and a throne in the center sitting on it no one seems to be in this room and you see a hallway leading further down the mansion uh as you head down the hall you hear some voices coming from a closed door on your right beside you are two bookshelves and a barrel with a small flower pot on it. What color is the flower? Purple? No, no. No, no. Red? It's yellow. Yellow. Okay. It's daisies. Like, it's like a daisy. Uh, <laughs> so, it's um, like foreshadowing. Ooh. Uh, Alright, so let's... We have to be very stealthy. Okay. Um, I'm right behind you. Do any of the voices sound familiar? Uh, I'm not sure. You'd have to kind of go and listen to the voices. Okay, I'm going to go up to the door. All right, and listen. go and give me a perception check, then. It's a four. Plus. Nothing. It's just four. Okay. Uh, it just sounds kind of muffled for uh, you. You can't really quite understand what he's saying. Professor, come here. Yes. Take a listen. Okay. Let me put my ear up to the door. All right. Give me a perception check. Okay. <laughs> Natural 20. Perfect. <clears throat> Plus... I would never betray you You know that I took care of him for you There isn't anything I want to do to protect you my love Of course I'm not sure they are blamed for it Yes I shall Uh, You hear a small whooshing noise Come from the room and you hear Keys rattle as uh, Like these padded footsteps come closer to the door Uh, Looking around you see the two bookcases In an upside down barrel with the opening on the ground, the p- top holding a flower pot with a yellow flower. Hide, hide, they're coming. Okay, I'm gonna quickly. Um, can I use sleight of hand or anything like that? Well, I guess that wouldn't really work. Um, 
I'm gonna stuff you inside the barrel, like on the other side of the barrel. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because you said it was open. Yeah, it's right. open on the bottom side. Yeah. So I'm gonna stuff him in there, and then okay. I'm going to hide behind the bookcase. You're gonna like push it, like pull it out a little bit, and like try to squeeze in, or what are you? What are you uh, doing here? Actually, could I hide behind the door as it opens? Or uh, is there no? It opens room? in. Oh, it opens in. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Is there any other way? Any other it's place? Just that long hallway. Okay. Yeah, I'll just try and shuffle behind the bookcase. <laughs> All right, you're trying to shuffle. So, um, from inside of the room, an orange-furred tabaxi walks out. Its short tail looks like it was made like that from the scar that remains at the tip of it. Uh, it turns and locks the door uh, that it just came out of uh, and starts walking down. Going to make a quick stealth check for me. 20. All right, perfect. You blend in with the books. Uh, you've actually noticed that there's there's a small tear in the back of the bookcase that your face kind of fits in, and so your face is with the books, and you're just blank-facing it as he walks by as part of the books. <laughs> uh, you see uh, on the back of this tabaxi scars from whips breaking up the fur, leaving it spotty. Mm. Uh, he walks further down the hallway until he reaches a large double door. He puts the, his hand over the door without actually touching it. Sorry he has to be this way. Rest well. Uh, he turns down the hall and walks out of your vision. Hmm. Okay. The, the hall takes a right turn. Right. Right. Uh, can I go in the room that he came from, or is it locked? It's locked. Okay. Yeah, just, you saw him, like, take his keys, put it in, lock it, and then leave. Okay. Um, all right, I take... Well, I don't need to take you out. I knock on the barrel. You'll have to lift the barrel. I, I'm stuck. Okay. So I, I lift the barrel. All right, and he kind of crawls Sh- out. Shuffle out, yeah. And I put the barrel back down. Um, and I, I explained to him what I just saw. Who do you think that was? I don't know. But we have to figure out where to go. Did he did he do anything? He just did he say anything? Pressed his hand to the door and said... He didn't actually touch the door, though. Which door? Huh? He didn't door? touch the door. He just put oh. his hand over the door. Oh, he just put his hand over the door and... What's behind that door? I don't know. It's locked. Do you have any? The one further down the hall. There's the double doors. So he locked the one he came out oh, of, and then he went oh, down further down the hall, put okay. his hand over the double doors without actually touching the doors, uh, said the, sorry, it has to be this way, rest well, okay. and then continued down the right side of the hall. All right. I tiptoe to that door. Okay. So you put his hand up to get down to the end of the hall, and you see uh, the fourth door on the left just close, and hear the gentle sound of a lock being put into place further down the hallway um you see three other doors on the left of the hall are all closed and dark and then you see two doors on the right both have dim lights flashing out from underneath their frames in small bursts uh the large double doors of Jaboxi seem to touch but didn't uh look like they're locked and a thin blue energy seems to hum in front of the door do an arcana check yeah do i recognize this kind of magic come do an arcane check 12. Uh, it seems to be some sort of a magical lock that might alert others if you try to do something without disabling it. Hmm. You could try okay. to attempt to disable it. Um, I don't know if I have the means to disable that. So, I'll just say we might need to find another way into this room. Okay. Or maybe find some some trigger. I, I know the spell, I just... I can't seem to remember. Okay. Um, from my magical knowledge, would I know how to disable this? No. 
Okay. Now, without some further information of either the person who crafted it or how they crafted it. Could I do a history check? I get advantage on them. On history checks to see... On stonework and stuff, yes. Yeah, yeah. But it's not stonework. This is definitely a magical, some sort of magical lock. I know. Can I just see how old the, this place is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's been there a little bit after the creation of the place, so the building's probably about 100 years old, maybe okay. a little less. Okay. Um, what's the, the frame of the door look like? Uh, it's just mahogany, mahogany. and everything. Is but it like, it, is it like arched, or is it... It's, uh, no, just a square setup. Square? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so there's other rooms with orange light. There's a uh, so looking down the hallway. There's four doors on the left side, two on the right. Uh, the three uh, on the left seem to be dark. Uh, no noise coming from them. The last one was the one that recently got locked. The Tabaxi went mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. The ones on the right, there's two of them, and they both seem to have lights flashing out of from underneath them intermittently. Okay, it's like little bursts of light kind of flash from underneath. Can I watch that for a second? Is there any pattern to it? Uh, almost. It's kind of rhythmic. Okay. Um, can I try the handle or is it unlocked? The, for the right side doors? Yeah. Yeah, they're unlocked. Can I peek in? Yeah, so you open the doors, uh, to the lit room. Inside is a large workroom with flashes and spark from a man hunched over a stone table that has caused the light to show from outside of the room. Uh, you see a staff hanging from the hook on the wall overhanging a bed with a satchel containing scrolls hanging from it. Next to it, a small book with strange runes and a pair of thick glasses on top of a bedside table. Hmm. And it looks like there's a there's two doors to this room. One that you're at and the one that's further down in the room that open on both sides. Uh, the man seems to have not noticed you yet since he's so focused on whatever he's doing on this stone table and has some sort of mask it looks like covering his face okay um can i cast unseen servant i want the unseen servant to appear in the hallway with me and then well he won't appear because he's unseen well yeah (laughs) you're fine i want him to I want him to walk into the room quietly, and I want him to take the glasses okay, and bring them to me. Right. So you, you cast your unseen servant who walks into the room, picks up the glasses, and walks out with them towards you. Okay. I take the glasses, and I put them in my pocket. Okay. And then I send him back in there to get the staff. The one that's hanging on the... One thing on the wall. Okay, so he reaches and touches the staff, and as he does, an alarm starts going off. Uh, it quickly turns off as the man who's on the little work bench uh, flips up his mask, turns, and kind of makes like a little circle motion towards it. Who's there? Talon? Is that you? Kind of like squinting towards like the open door and everything, looking towards his staff, but doesn't see anything because it's unseen. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hmm. Takes his mask off, puts it down. Uh, you can see now that he's working on some sort of staff as well on the workbench and everything. Little uh, things of electricity keep shooting off the tip of it. Hmm. Uh, he walks over towards the um, little shelving where his glasses should be, kind of shuffling around. Where did I put those darn things, Talon? Talon, where are you, Talon? 
kind of like yelling towards the open door. He starts kind of wandering towards the the door now. Hello? Kind of looks out, sees both you. Oh, hello, Talon. Who's that with you? Uh, is he looking at me or is he looking? He's at looking him? at you because you're you're right up there. <clears throat> uh, you'll have to excuse me. I've got a bit of a cold. Oh, no worries, Talon. Who, who'd you bring with you there? Oh, this is just my boy servant. I picked him up in town earlier. He helps me carry my books and things. You're much shorter than I remember, but my vision's a little little blurry. Have you seen my glasses, Talon? Oh, you old fool. You probably lost them again under the bed, baby. Mm, I'll go look. He kind of walks back over and starts, he kind of leans down, like, reaching underneath the bed, looking for his glasses. Okay, I walk in the room with him. All right. What are you working on now? Oh, just a staff again, you know. Always need more. You know how the orders come in. Oh, I do, I do. Do you need any help with anything? Just finding my glasses, if you can help. (laughs) I will help you look. Perfect, thank you. Oh, he keeps kind of scurrying under the bed looking for... Any news? News on what, Talon? Since I've seen you last. Uh, nope, I've been stuck up here like normal. Uh, after I set the... Uh, alarm spell on Nestra's room. I've just been working on the staff. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I can't seem to find your glasses anywhere. It's so dark. Doesn't seem very dark in here. Is your vision a little fuzzy there too, Talon? You know, it's not what it used to be. I remember the days when I could see perfectly fine through a distance when I was a young lad, still casting spells from a scroll. Uh, sir, um, remember you you have allergies. Your eyes are swollen and sort Uh, of red. Uh, yes, you know, it's the season for that. Ah, you really should find someone to take care of that for you, Talon. He kind of crawls out from underneath the bed, uh, heads back over towards the his little work bench. <coughs> Maybe I left it over here somewhere. <laughs> and begins searching over there. It's quite, quite interesting work you have here on this staff. What does it do again? Ah, uh, this one will conduct electricity properly. Ah, uh, yes, yes. The guards were asking for something a little more shocking. Oh. <laughs> And you know me. I know you. Never one to stray from a pun. <laughs> oh, no. That's you what they say. I forgot. I have a scroll for Arcane Eye. Let me go grab that from my satchel. Oh, splendid, splendid. Uh, I'll he kinda, wait here. He kind of wanders back over to his little satchel uh, and starts pulling out scrolls and kind of just throwing them aside as they kind of just hit the floor. <laughs> my eyes are catching all of them. <laughs> uh, finally, he finds one. Ah, I think this is it. He opens it. Uh, and like really closely puts it into his face because he really can't see uh-huh. and starts casting it on himself. Uh, however, your knowledge of spells, you're uh-huh. able to tell that this spell isn't the spell he thinks it is. Oh, what is, this? What is uh, he casting right now? He seems to be casting the sleep spell, but oh. hasn't realized what he's casting because he can't see because he hasn't found his glasses yet. Oh, dear. Uh, he finishes casting it as the scroll kind of burns itself up and lights on fire. 
Perfect. Now we just... <laughs> falls passed out like half arched over the bed just like just literally face down on the side of the bed his body just dangling from it uh and just asleep there snoring oh oh dear this is our chance i can't believe that worked me either what are we doing in here what are we what are we getting quick I'm gonna gather up all the spell scrolls. All right, you grab all those little scrolls that he just threw. Can I just kind of like check them each as I? Yeah, you see uh, two knock spells, two alarm spells, one blindness slash deafness spell, three identify spells. Holy shit! I I know little of magic, so I knock identify alarm alarm one blindness deafness, and it's three identify, two knocks, two alarms. Okay. Do you think this is Callaghan? <clears throat> Sorry. Do you think this is Callaghan? I, I, I don't know. Is there anything I can do to investigate to see if he has some sort of ID? This or, guy right here. Yeah. Or any, this passed out. Yeah. Or any. Yeah, yeah. You can. You can look. He has that book that yeah. with the weird runic uh, things on it. All right. I, I flip through it. Uh, you can't. Okay, you, you, you open it and start trying to read it. The only thing you're able to actually make out on it, though, is the name that's on the front of it, saying property of Jalkar. Jalkar. Okay. But then after that, it's runic nonsense you don't understand at all. Okay. Huh. Do we want to put on castle music? Sure. Okay. See if I can find some. I'll look around the rest of the room. Okay. He said, you said he's got staffs. He has that one staff that's hanging. Uh, mm -hmm. The one that's on the workshop doesn't look like it's finished yet. Parts are still uh, separated and everything. Okay. He had that book that he currently has open that he doesn't understand. How many identifies did I get? Three. Three. All right. I'll go ahead and use one of the identifies on the staff hanging on the wall. All right. So you use it quickly and realize it's a Skyblinder staff. It's a quarter staff with a plus one damage to hit as well as a plus one spell attack. And when you're attacked by a flying creature, you can see within 30 feet. You can use a reaction to give it a disadvantage as the staff flares up. It has to make a con saving throw or be blind until the start of its next turn. Wow. And the alarm already went off on that. So yeah, and he already turned it off. And he turned it off. Mm -hmm. I didn't see him cast a new alarm? No, you saw him just diminish the alarm spell already on it. All right, I'm going to go ahead and pill for that. I'm All gonna, right. I'm going to take it. All right, yeah, you just take it off. Is it big? Is it, like, really big for Compared me? to you, yes. Okay. Probably about double your height. Hmm. Take it. I think about it for a second. I just hang it back up on the wall. It'd be lovely, but too big for me. What are we doing here? We need to find Nestra. We also need to find Callaghan. From what I... Well, from what I gather from... Our conversation with this bloke. Uh, he, uh, that room that has the arcane uh, doorway is, uh, it, it's locked somehow. We, we have to figure out a way to open it. That seems to be Nestro's uh, quarters. No doubt. Uh, is there any sort of, um, is, does he have any, like, any books, like a bookshelf? Not really. Spells? No. No, okay, so he just knows. He Well, he has a spell book. A spell book? Yeah. Okay. And okay. you've already grabbed it. 
Oh, that was his spell. Yeah, okay. you're only able to get his name. That's why the runic inscriptions after that you weren't able to understand. I, I, I hand it to Ooh. Professor Kenan. Right, yes. You also see the name flip through it. Jalkar. Uh, inside you see the spells knock, alarm, blindness, deafness, identified, detect magic, sleep, magic missile, and mage armor. And it seems he co- regularly copies uh, alarm and knock because you can see small notes that he's made that speed them up a little bit uh, in the design of protecting a full door from the alarm and the disabling of it on the knock from you're able to understand from his spells. I want to specifically read the part about disabling the alarm spells and the... Uh, actually, just that. It just uh, shows the use of the knock spell to disable the alarm spell without activating it. Okay. And then does other notes on that it still makes the loud noise? It does not. It disables the entire uh, thing because they use it okay. to set the alarm for her and then also disable it. I'm going to take this spell book. Okay. Because if he wakes up I don't want him to have it. And I'm also keeping the glasses, and uh, I'll take the spell book over into the hallway, checking first to see if there's anyone in there. Nope, seems to be. And I'll, I'll flip through the part where it says how to disable it, and I'll say, give me some time. I'm going to try and disable the alarm. All right, I'll watch over Jarvik. What did you say his name was? Uh, Jalkar. 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 Maybe tie him up, or He's asleep. He's yeah, pretty he's, he's out. How long does sleep last? It, look we don't at, know. How, well, look in the book. Oh, yeah. there's no notes on it. There's no notes on it. It's oh. not one he cat commonly uses. Uh, okay. Um, I'll just be here, watching over him. All right, here we go. I wave my hands in a magical motion and continue reading. Are you trying to read it out of his spell book? I'm just trying to read it so that I can disable this alarm right. on the door. So trying to follow through his spellbook, you see the words just keep moving around as you try to read them. As almost mm. like it's trying to change what it does before you're able to use it. Almost mm. like the spellbook knows who it belongs to. Hmm. Can, I, I, can I, I just sit on the ground and try to read it? You can, but the, like I said, the words are just going to keep moving around and everything. I have an idea. While you try to learn the spell. So I, 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 see, I, I see you struggling. And so I pick up. Did, would that wake him up? Maybe. Yeah. It might wake him up. Um. Yeah. Okay. Bring that over here. I'm gonna. Bring him over. I'm gonna take a chair. Okay. And I'm gonna gently put him on to the chair. Give me a slight of hand check. Okay. Eleven plus six. It's zero, so it's just eleven. All right, so you, you put him on the chair, and he's still snoring. <laughs> Starts falling over, and you kind of push him back. I I coo him, and I, I try and get him to right. fall back to sleep. He stays asleep. All right. She's trying to get into the laundry room. <laughs> it's okay. Go yes. for it. Bring him, bring him out into the hallway. Do, do I coo him back to sleep? Yeah, you go back to sleep. Okay, so I coo him back to sleep, and then I bring him over to you, and I say, have him hold the book. Okay. I pick up his limp hands, mm-hmm. and I put them around the spell book, and I open it to the page where I need to read, and... I just kind of hold his hands in my hands, trying to, trying to, maybe, 
tease the book into thinking it's its owner is reading it. All right. Uh, you, you put it in his hand, and for a second, the words stop moving. But then as you look at it again, they start moving around. Hmm. It's not going to work. Could you memorize the words? It would take a lot of time. Hmm. Probably more than we, than we have here. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Do is you there, have any ideas? Is there dispel magic in there? In, in the book? book? No, yeah. the book was just the knock alarm, blindness, deafness, identify, detect magic, sleep, magic missile, and mage armor. And then you had the scrolls of knock, alarm, blindness, deafness, and identify. I've got the scrolls. Yep. Um... Other than the spells, I know. You could use the scroll. The scroll for knock? Yeah. It's the same words. Yeah, but knock makes a loud noise. Would it? But in his notes, he did in write the that the knock is designed to disable the alarm. Okay. Without causing a alarm. How many knocks do I have? You have two alarm, two knock. Okay. Two identify now. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Before you do this, I take the... Uh, I take the oaf back to where he was, mm-hmm. but I leave him in the chair. Okay. You can hear him snoring, and then you hear a solid thud as he falls out of the chair into the bed. You wait for a second, and then you hear... <laughs> okay. All right, let's try this again. I pull out the spell scroll for knock. Okay. And you see it's been written down onto it. It doesn't seem to move because of the scroll. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I start encanting the words and doing the the gestures with my hands and swirling the magic around, and then I I knock on the door All right. as I cast it. So you see the scroll kind of light itself into a quick flame as it disappears. Your hand kind of turns blue as it hits the blue energy, and it just dissipates from the center where you knock, covers all of it all out of the way, and uh, the door seems to no longer glow blue. <sighs> This is a lot of stress. <laughs> You're telling me. Um, so I I come up behind him and slowly open the door. All right. So inside the double doors, you see a large bed with a light blue veil wrapped around it. A balcony runs the exterior of the room with a single glass door leading out to it. A large desk sits in front of a vanity mirror with a quill and ink and a blank paper. From the corner, a figure walks out. Good to see you can make it here safely. Uh, you see the investigator from the barracks greet you. A uh, black eye and a large cut across his cheek can be seen in the dim light. From behind him walks Nestra, dressed in a, nar- a dark purple nightgown. I take from all the secrecy that there is a traitor among our guards. Of all times for this to happen, it would have to be during the festival. Well, Caligan is one of my most trusted guards, and if he says you are being framed, I believe him. However, the guards listen to Captain Flanagan, and he is most likely in on this betrayal. They must be threatening his family for him to turn like that. Go, find his family. If they are in danger, Caligan will help bring them back to me after you free them. I don't see any other reason he would betray me. Once we have them safely here, Flanagan should tell us who the traitor is, and we can handle it before the festival starts tonight. Tomorrow. 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 Uh, she walks over to the glass door and opens it. Head down the vines. There is a broken fence by the bushes that you can sneak out of. Oh, we know. Oh. Uh, Caligan will make sure the family gets here safely, so head to the barracks afterwards so you can find the traitor. Okay. The barracks. 
so we need some more information to go off of. I know time is of the essence, but we've only just arrived in this town, and now we're defending it? You seem to have got yourself caught up in a coup, or an attempted one at least. Who is orchestrating this? Who could be against you? Some person by the name of Jay. Jay, yes, we've heard Jay already. Yes, we're not quite sure, but what we've found out so far is that the man who murdered Herman was already taken in custody. Uh, Callaghan already found that out. Uh, he was the one that apparently was waiting at the the bridge for you as well, led you into the ambush. Uh, they were paid in merchant gold, it seems. We saw our mark of dragoons on the their gold they were paid in. I, I take the gold satchel I found, mm-hmm. and I pull it out, and I say, You mean these? Yes, just like those. He had some on him as well. He had about 13 gold pieces on him. Are these stolen? No, they're just merchant gold. So it's from merchants in Yatar. There's no other way they could have gotten that gold. So someone from there must have paid them for their uh, job. Uh, Other than that, that's all we know so far. So we need to follow the money. That that will be something. But until we get the guards taken care of, we must keep you secret here so you must figure out why flanagan is going with this plot he he would never go with this unless his family was in danger so you must figure out what's going on there and then we can clear your name so we're looking for flanagan well his family his flanagan flanagan will be at the barracks he is the captain of the the guard so should we avoid him uh he shouldn't be anywhere near his home at this time but you need to find why his family's in danger, because I assume that's the only reason he would betray me. Do you have any sort of trail that we could follow? Any sort of what? Trail? No. No, uh, uh, no paper trail? No, all we have is that note that uh, you had gotten from the camp. We kept it, and we have that, which gives us more information about Jay and that the merchant gold. So we suspect someone in the merchant guild is going... By the pseudonym J, but we're not sure who. Well, we should focus on the family. Yes, let's find the family. Can you tell us more about the family? Is it a wife and two children? It is a wife and two children. Yes. <laughs> well, good guess. Yeah, you know, <laughs> wizard. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what about any way of showing good faith with your guards? Uh, Technically, no, we, don't we know. are fugitives. We don't know who we can trust at this moment, so. Until then, just stay out of sight, but Callaghan will help get you there at least, and if any issues do arise, he can help deal with that. Alright, so we we set off to uh, find the family with Callaghan. Is he with us? Yeah, he's going with you guys. Okay, so we'll have Callaghan lead the way. <clears throat> we, we, we go down the vines. Yeah, you go down the vines, and he kind of lifts up that little hole for you to fit through as you just crawl right under, uh, and then kind of crawl, or kind of goes under it himself. Okay. Uh... He leads you through the city to Flanagan's home. Uh, it's a sturdy single-floor house. Uh, it's one of many on the street. Uh, the wooden door seems to be open a crack. Uh, Calgan turned towards you. I'll take the back. You guys go from the front. And you see him kind of run around the side. After you. All right. Uh, as you get closer, you see the lock has been broken and fragments of the door are littering the ground. Walking inside, you see the small living room and a hallway leading to three other rooms. A fireplace gently lit dimly illuminates the room. Above it is a portrait of Flanagan, his wife and two boys. From the living room, you can hear the sound of the crunching and biting from the kitchen. Hmm. Do I have my armor on? Biting. Uh, no. Yeah, that's right. Okay. It's still in a barrel of pickled pig's feet. 
Okay. Just wearing your clothes. All right. But I still have my Warhammer. Yeah, you still have your gear. Okay. Duh. Um, okay. So I kind of have my hand at the hilt. Okay. Ready for anything. And I tell Professor Clem. It's hard to say your, say your name in a Accent. Just it really give it your best. Professor Cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> Professor, I yes? suggest you go first. Very well. I push open the door quietly. No door in this. It's just the little hallway. I reach around the hallway and look into the kitchen. Tiptoe into the kitchen. All right. Inside, you see the two boys from the portrait crouched over a body. A small table between you has four chairs knocked over, and a small stove is still lit underneath as a pot of water boils over. Are they hunched over something? Yep, looks like a hunched over a body. Does the body look female? Uh, it looks thinner. Ooh. And you're still hearing the crunching and biting. Ooh. Ooh. Do we see Callion anywhere? No. Uh, do these? Do they look like children? Yeah, they, those are definitely the two boys from the portrait. I'm appalled. I'm just like they seem to be just crouched over a body. Yeah. Okay. Um. um oh dear. Okay, I'm gonna rush in and try and grapple both of them with a surprise. Okay. Yeah. Go do ahead I, and go for your grapples. Okay. Do I get advantage? No. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. Mm, I'm gonna try and grapple. Well, they're small, right? Uh huh. Okay. Go and grapple. Ball. Okay. You gotta roll ball. again. Oh. You need two. Eight. All right. Uh, that w- would that be a strength check? Yeah. Okay. So plus three. So fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen uh, on the first grapple, and then mm-hmm. uh, ten or eleven on the second. All grapple. right. You're able to grab one of the kids, but the other one notices. Uh, you grab them as you do, and they turn towards you and see their eyes are lifeless. As blood covers their face, little chunks, and notice that they've been devouring their mother, who, blood still kind of pouring out, looks kind of shocked on her face as her chest has been ripped open. Is she dead? Oh, yeah, she's dead. All right. Yeah, she's definitely dead. Um, Go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. Uh, I got a six. Eighteen. All right. You're going to go first, Professor Cranberry. All right. Um, So you have the two... Kids, right over the body. Trying to shake myself awake and realizing that this is this is actually happening. Um, I I think about my spells and I I cast uh, a spell called <laughs> a spell enlarge slash reduce. I'm going to try and reduce. The child to size tiny. He needs to make a. The one being held or not being held? Not being held. Okay. Um. Constitution saving throw. Sixteen. Sixteen. That beats it. Hold on. Nineteen. Nineteen. Damn. Sturdy kid. God. All right. Um. No, it has no effect on him. I, I flick my wand in the air and say, Reducio! And it just fizzles. 
You see it kind of like reduce its nose a little bit before it pops back into a normal <laughs> cherry size. Um, is there any way I could try and call upon my the the thunder god I worship to smite these children? <laughs> I mean, you can try to smite. You have a smite ability, don't you? Uh, I have a movement though, real quick before my turn. Yeah, you can still move. Is there stairs up? Like, There's no stairs. It's a single floor. Single floor. All right, um, I run into the next room. All right, so you run out of the kitchen towards the hallway and bust open into one of the kids' rooms. Flanagan! Flanagan! No one seems to be in there. You know, it's just the one bed and everything and a few toys on the ground. Okay, I'm... Uh, do I have enough movement to get to the next room? Uh, yes. All right, I'm, I'm just running from room to room looking for Flanagan. All right, you bust open the door. It seems roughly the same as the last room. Another kid's bed. Flanagan! Yeah, the toys seem to be stacked neatly in the corner and everything. Okay, that's it. You're up, Corwood. I know. Okay. Um, let's see. Do they seem like they're under a spell? No, they seem like they're zombies. They're changed. Okay. Yeah. They're feasting on their mother's body. Uh, you do notice in this room, though, the bed has a small blood stain in it. Whose bed? Who, These whose are the, this is one of the children's room. One of the children's room. Okay. Okay, all I have is advantage spells and like uh, healing. You can sacrifice spell slots too, which deal radiant damage. Spites. Oh, right, 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 right. You're right. It's a feature. Um, Yeah, so I I take my Warhammer and like put it up, Mm -hmm. try to imbue it with my. With radiant damage, mm-hmm. and you hit the one in your hand, and I hit the one that, I, like, that I've grappled. Yeah, go and do an advantage on that then. Twenty, uh, ten. So oh, I was just one. curious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can uh, we get a double so one? That would be a twenty plus five. So Twenty-five. You crit. No, you crit. You're fine. Oh. You hit naturally. So whatever damage dies, you roll. Roll them twice. Right. And since you have a D8 yeah, being D8. rolled with radiant damage, you also roll that one. So two D8. This two D ten. Right? Need the double pyramid. Six, one, so seven. And what about your weapon? Oh, plus three, so uh, ten. Well, what's your weapon? Yeah, it's it's one D eight plus that, three. That's your warhammer's one D eight. Yeah. Okay. Then also do your radiant damage because you're sacrificing spell slot too, right? Right. Is that one D eight? That's well? also one D eight, which will roll twice. Okay. Oh, I see. I understand. Okay, five, six, seven. So. 14. Yeah. So. 14 damage. Total or just from one? Wait, do you have any more? Oh. That as well? There's no modifiers to that. So 1d8 plus 3. Oh, it's plus 3? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. For strength. the Warhammer. Just the strength. Oh, the, yeah, that was the Warhammer. That was the yeah, the radiant damage. damage was just a 1d8. So. You, yeah, but you rolled it twice and got how much? Crit. I got uh, seven. 7. 7. And then from the first one, you got 7 as well? I got 11. 11. So we're seven. at 18? Yes. And that's total? Yes. Okay. Nice. So that means. A DC of five. That means dead kid. Uh, <laughs> yet. Dead child. These are... D- DC. Are these dead teenagers? Child? Oh, no. Damage from Radiant, so it is dead. So, that one dies. Okay. In and I, I just feel a horrible grief from having to do what I just did. But I've seen Undead before. True. Uh, Alright. So have I. That makes it the other one's turn. Uh, with lightning speed, it stands up, jumps to you, and starts clawing at your face rapidly. Okay. Um, let's see here. 
Armor class is 19. But with the current one still in your hands, you're able to use it as like a shield. Your armor class is lower because you don't have... What was it now? It's 10 plus your dex. Okay, so 10. Uh, Armor class is 10. Uh, You're still fine because it seems to scratch at the body of the one you just killed instead. Okay. As it works as a shield and it dives underneath the chairs trying to crawl underneath to get closer to you. Okay. Um, Back to you. Professor Cranberry. All right. Uh, I fly out of this room into the next room. All right. You bust this one open, and there's a larger bed with a small little chest at the foot of it and a wardrobe on the side. This seems to be the parents' room. Flanagan! Uh, no response still. I search the room for any bodies. Okay. Uh, you want investigation or perception? Perception. 17. All right. Uh, you don't notice any any bodies in here but you do see like a little note with a die on the shelf that has a little bow on it almost looks like it was a gift for something can i investigate that yeah you go over to it and see it's a gift from his wife and it seems to be some sort of die and it just says may or just says fortune favors the bold and it's a it's a die yeah d6 oh can I roll it? Yeah. When you're rolling it, what number are you thinking of? Six. All right. Roll it. it turns to a six. You see it kind of land on a two and then kind of move itself over onto a six. Okay. Um, I grab it. And then I, I search the next room. There's no other room. Those are the three rooms. Okay. Then I go back to where uh, the fight's happening. All right. And you see so far one hearing, hearing the kind of slumped over in his hand and... and you don't see the other one. Okay, um, I close my eyes, and I cast a firebolt at the other kid that's... That you don't see? That's uh, attacking him. You don't see that one? I don't see him. No, it seems to have disappeared. You don't know where I went, because you weren't in there. Oh, then, uh... You just can see I, him I, just, can I, just I run tell? up to Korgood. Can I just oh, tell he, he just is? runs up to you. Yeah, you can, but still kind of hidden. Okay. He's under the table. Under a chair. I'm small. Can I see him? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> Stealth roll, man. <laughs> I crouch down. All right. You crouch down, hidden behind the other parts of the chairs. Can I shoot him? You can shoot at the chair. You kind of know where it's hiding. Like, they're small, too. They're they're hiding. It's hiding behind the chair. Okay. But you can shoot at the chair, but it's it's got full cover, basically, at this point. Got it. I see. All right. That's it. All right. Uh, that hey, makes wait, wait, it... wait, wait, As an action, detect the location of any celestial fiend or undead. <laughs> you know, you know where, where it is. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm you just know kidding. it's right behind the chair. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go! He's right there. He's right there. <laughs> um, uh, okay. So, I'm going to throw the undead dead child, um... Just weeping. <laughs> um, and then I'm gonna take the table and and the chair and just flip it over. Okay, you flip it over and see the child kind of hunched over. And I just kick it in the face. Alright, go and do a attack roll. Would that be unarmed? Yeah. Okay, so what would that be? One damage plus your strength one. Oh, okay, so four damage. Uh, if yeah. you hit. Huh? Yeah, if, if, hit. if I hit. Uh, roll advantage is prone right now. Okay. 
Uh, 18. Yeah, you'll hit it. Uh, so that'll be... F- well, I gotta do attack roll. What, do no, 1d4? It's just 1 damage plus your strength mod. Oh, okay. So, uh, 4 damage. Alright, so you deal 4 damage and kind of kick it. That's it. Alright, it makes a little squealing noise before it uh, tries to claw your leg that you just kicked with it. Uh, and is able to get its claws on you, dealing one damage. Ow. <laughs> a little scratch across your leg. Kind of hurts. Back to you, Professor Cranberry. You see the child now standing, basically trying to claw into his leg. Oh, Mr. Forgive me, as I extend my wand of the War Mage and send a firebolt through it at him. All right. Um... 17. To hit, yep. That's three fire damage. All right, you see it kind of singe the uh, hair on it as it goes completely bald. Wait. The smell of decaying flesh burning, Four filling your nostrils. Because of the wand. That's it. All right. Back to Korgood. All right. I take my Warhammer mm-hmm. and just bring it down. All right, going for that attack. Yep. Smash it in. Uh, that's uh sixteen. Yep. I think. Yep. Yeah. It's plus. That's fine. You'll it's hit. plus five. You'll hit. Okay. Um, that's seventeen, but that's yeah, fine. I know. I know. I quick math. Quick, quick math. Um, and that's a one d eight. So. Uh, six seventy nine. Nine damage. All right. Uh, and it falls down and stops moving. It does a little twitch for a second, but then stops. Okay. Um, I go back over to the mother and um, try and do anything I can. To There's nothing. Uh, her entire rib cage has been ripped open. Her lungs have been punctured. Okay. Her intestines thrown around and wrapped around. They seem to have ripped them open and been squeezing her the insides of her entrails out, okay. feasting upon those. Ugh. Yeah. What would cause them to be zombies? Poop zombies. Huh? They're poop zombies. This is no time for jokes. I'm sorry. I'm uh, That's my all of a sudden you hear <laughs> you hear a crash behind where the main door was, and you see Calligan run in. Calligan, where were you? I thought there was a back door. There wasn't. Okay, listen. <laughs> things look really bad because things are really bad. Uh, he kind of looks in the room. The family's dead. Uh, it looks like whoever was holding them prisoner turned them into zombies, and they feast upon their mother. Well, yeah, but... An, an astute observation, but what do we do? Uh, we go inform Flanagan of his family's fate and let him know that he no longer has to protect someone because they're already dead. This should be an easy... Have you no emotion? You know, do you think this is the first death I've seen here? I've been here for 20 years. I, I am did. the investigator of this entire city. I've seen much worse than this. We had a cult here once. Do you know what they did? No. You don't want to know what they did. I don't. What, they, uh, what, what sort of cult? What are they? Not the good one. Oh. I want to leave this house. All right, let's leave then. Uh, let's go back to the barracks and inform him. All right. Um, so, with the family no longer in danger, <laughs> Calgan goes with you to the barracks to inform Flanagan of his family's fate. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, you reach the barracks, and Calgan convinces the guards that he's brought you two back for questioning. Uh, inside you reach Flanagan's office and storm inside Oh Calligan I see you've come to your senses and decided to join us finally 
Sorry, no luck, Flanagan. Instead, we paid a visit to your family. You won't like the news. Callaghan, let, let us handle this one. Use, I, I know you're a bit callous in this. I know him before. a little bit better, though, so. That's true. He kind of looks to you and kind of hushes you. I, well, no. I'll, 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 professor, this is not our fight. What did you do to them, Callaghan? We did nothing, but it seems that the guys threaten you turn your boys into zombies and they devoured your wife. Sorry about that. But you have to tell us who was threatening you in the first place. Uh, Flanagan drops down on his desk. You can hear the sniffling as he tries to fight back tears. It's kind of covered from underneath the little... Oh, it was the one who threatened my family. He told me that Jay would kill them if I didn't pin the murder on them. He opens like a drawer and brings out a letter and hands it to Callaghan. Here, give the letter to the guards. They will stop their search. I doubt you'll find Olog, but he'll probably still be around working for Jay. Now go, please. I'd like some time alone. And uh, Callaghan kind of ushers you out of the room, closes the door. A tear comes down my eye. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm wet. You uh, you close the door, tears. and uh, you can hear his sobs now get louder, as you guys are no longer in there. He's not holding it back. Uh, you also then hear the twing of a string being released, and a loud thud from inside the office. Uh, Callaghan kind of opens the door, and you can see a bolt through Flanagan's right temple. The hand crossbow still in his hand, blood pouring onto his desk. Oh shit! Callaghan closes the door. One problem at a time. Okay. Uh, he then takes you guys into the like main barracks area. Uh, he uh, goes to the guards and informs them of the captain's orders and how it drove him to his death. Uh, he thanks you for your assistance and apologizes for how you were treated. Uh, he goes over to his desk opens it up, and brings out a bag of 400 gold pieces and hands it to you. Uh, he also has on his desk the bloody crossbow uh, that he hands you uh, from the captain. What? And uh, a token a token of the cards that if you need help to show them. Okay. Uh, he also gives you a Yartar guard shield and uh, Flanagan's gold wedding ring. He doesn't have much use of this anymore. Oh my god. Might as well take it for your trouble. Do they have any family? He did. Other than them? Nope. Um, I hand you 200 gold. Uh, I give you the crossbow. He looks to you guys. I'll make sure Olog is dealt with. You should head back to the inn. The festival starts tonight, and you should be rested up for it. Everyone keeps saying tonight. The festival is tomorrow. It's tonight. But you are correct. The sun hasn't come out yet. But it's still tonight. Get some rest. Okay. Is it a light crossbow? Yes, it is a light. It's a hand, hand crossbow. crossbow. Okay. A hand crossbow with a plus two for attack and damage. Okay. D6, right? I think so. And the Yartar Guard Shield has a plus one on it. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So plus what? For the, the Plus cross- two attack and damage. Alright, so... For the hand crossbow. Plus two. And the Yartar Guard Shield has a plus one on it. So... If you decide to use it. So it's a plus three. So... AC. Will it be a dex mod? For the hand crossbow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Plus two. Done. Okay, and then... Uh, you said the shield? Uh, yeah, the Yartar guard shield, which has a plus one on it. Which a normal shield plus two, so it's a plus three. So, oh, shit. And you both got 200 gold pieces. Would, would that be a weapon? It is a weapon, yeah. Okay. The shield? Oh, the shield? Yeah. Or the, it no, no, adds no. to your AC. Yeah, it's an AC item. Okay. So, if you use the shield, right, and I will. Oh, Push and hold on your AC. 
change your shield bonus shield to plus three. Bonus. Plus oh. three. I already have plus two, so and just add to it. Or? Yeah, so add we, plus go, one. we go and find your armor. So, so just three. Uh, Calligan has a guard run up to him. Uh, we also found this. Uh, pulls out chainmail soaked in pickled pig's feet smell. <sighs> we found it in a barrel near the uh, mansion this morning. We assume it belongs to you, dwarf. Could be anyone's. I'll I'll take that. All right. <sighs> you give it a little shake and spray pickled pig's feet juice everywhere. Ugh. And you guys head out towards the end to go get some rest before the festival. Could also take a level out of that. Ooh. Oh. And that's where we'll wrap it up for today.